the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this hump day Wednesday. It is jobs week. Uh, we got ADP in. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get jobless claims tomorrow. The government jobs on Friday. Jay Powell still talking. Someone needs to shut this guy up, right? Because every time he opens his mouth, uh, it's bad news for Wall Street because, well, let's face it, the guy is absolutely clueless. And, and you know, we talked about it yesterday. Is he clueless or is he just right for the job, right? And, and, and it probably is, unfortunately, probably just the latter. Uh, he's the right patsy for the job. 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver. It is what we do. And yesterday, a brutal day across the board. Wall Street got hammered. Gold and silver got hammered. Oil got everything got hammered. Today, uh, not as bad, right? Gold's up today. Silver's flat. Uh, the Dow was still down, but the S&P and NASDAQ, at least for right now, are in positive territory. The big comment today, Jason wasn't disinflation. He didn't invent another word. However, it doesn't matter how bad the inflation is. I think they're stuck at this quarter of a point because Jay Powell said today, got to remember now, next week's the meeting, right? So so they, they start on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, they'll tell us how much they raised interest rates he said that the Fed hasn't made up its mind on whether it would be a quarter a point or a half a point. Everybody knows it should be at least a half a point, if not more. But again, Jason, the fact that he says it, because this would have been the time, right? He could have delivered the message today to Wall Street. Hey, you know, right now we're, we're thinking we may have to go 50. Today would have been the day he could have done it because... He gets to talk for hours and hours and hours so he can, you know, make up all of these excuses, but he didn't do it. You know, uh, a quarter point is the thing that uh, makes his disinflation speech kind of blow it away a little easier. <laughs> right, Joe? He could, he could claim a lot of different ways, different aspects, but if he goes 50 points... Uh, the disinflation speech, uh, I think that, that follows him around for a long time. I think he's going to try to chase that away with quarter-point rate hikes for the rest of the year. Well, you know, you know, think about yesterday, and I, I don't know how long his testimony. It was hours. I only saw him mention that word one time. And, of course, he mentioned it in the context of disinflation has yet to appear. So, hey, here's the good news. Maybe it'll appear later. Right? In the meantime, how you make disinflation appear is by raising rates enough to combat the inflation. Doesn't look like they're going to do it, at least not today. We didn't get any hint today 
from Jay Powell that they were going to do it instead. Really, if you if you took a hint from it, it was, eh, we're probably going to do a quarter point. Because, you know, we we haven't made up our mind. I'm like, what do you, the meeting's next week. What do you mean you haven't made up your mind? I mean, come on, right? Obviously, they know what's happening out there. Uh, they did get some more bad news yesterday. Uh, used car prices. So we know, remember, used car prices went through the roof. Towards the end of last year, part of, I guess, part of the disinflation mantra was used cars prices fell. And pretty hard, like 10, 15, some places 20%. Uh, They stopped falling. Matter of fact, they stopped falling in December. They rose in January. They rose even more uh, in February. So, Jason, this is one of those things that had been helping the inflation number, and now it looks like it's going to start hurting. The, and by hurting, I mean making inflation uh, be higher. I don't know what's going on with gas prices here in Arizona. I don't, did everyone see it? Gas back to four dollars, three ninety nine nine here. Uh, and nope. again, remember, I told you the winter time. That's when that's the low water mark. Uh, and I think we've seen it, right? The low watermarks probably in. Uh, we did have oil inventory reports out. Crude draws, uh, distillates, and, and gasoline draws, but not a, not a lot, right? You know, I think it was about a three million barrel drawdown. It's the first drawdown in about eleven weeks. But as, as the weather gets warmer, normally we see a big pickup in gasoline demand. Because let's face it, when it's cold, nobody wants to leave the house. When it when it's better, they'll they'll run those extra errands. They'll do those extra things. Uh, Jason, another one. This is another one that's going to hurt the inflation number. You know, I think the used car price is going up a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing it's balanced heavily by the, the the lack of new car buying, Joe. That just isn't that just kind of what you do. You can't buy the new one, so you go buy the cheaper used it's car. Pretty so, simple math, right? Yeah, pretty, it's pretty simple, simple math. math. Right. The, the drop off of new car sales probably way outweighs the the higher price of used cars. It and and exactly, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. You know, right now, uh, used cars, you know, you're looking in the, uh, $20,000, 20, you know, low 20s to low $30,000 range. Depending, you know, if you want a, a car with a little less miles, you're probably going to have to go to that 30,000 level to get something with, you know, under 50, 60, 70,000 miles on it. Uh, and, but these new cars, they're just not affordable. So it just makes a whole lot of sense. And here's the problem with it. The new cars, right, they're at 50, 60, 70,000. Used car prices, I could, they could go up another 10 grand, right? Just to, to, to get closer to the new car price. We'll, we'll have to see. Listen, this is why you put the gold and silver away. These guys, like I said, whether he's clueless or the right man for the job, we'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Dow is down uh, eighty-seven points. The S and P is up four. The Nasdaq is up forty-five points this morning. The ten-year note, if you can believe this, uh, three nine two. So again, uh, the the bond market just telling you. Hey, the outside looks really nice. The inside, not so much. Gold's up six, eighteen twenty-six. 
excuse me, silver unchanged at $20.05. This market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. You've heard us talking about these guys. I mean, this is not correlated to Wall Street. Doesn't matter. Doesn't care about rate hikes. Doesn't care about Jay Powell if he's, <coughs> excuse me, if he's a patsy or just the right man for the job. Uh, you get a, a fixed rate of return. You know exactly what your statement's going to look like month after month after month. You know what? And after the wild ride you've been on well, with your 401ks and your IRAs, that's kind of a nice feeling to know. Hey, I don't care. Right? The Dow fell 600 points yesterday. I don't, I don't care. Right? Jay Powell said something stupid today. Oh, I don't care. Joe Biden forgot which day of the week it was. Doesn't matter. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y. R-E-F-Y.com. Or 888-Y-REFI-24. Remember, you got to have $50,000. That's the minimum. Uh, and, and Jason, the cool part is, hey, you can use an existing IRA. Some of them can use 401ks. Uh, but it's just a great way to take some of that, that exposure and put it into a different bucket and get high rates. I mean, get up to 10.25% return. Uh, and we're talking about inflation of that. That's probably at least in the ballpark of what the actual inflation is. I mean, if the Fed's willing to say, it's 6.4%. Well, we know it's higher than that. Uh, at least that's something close. Yeah, well, and, and it's, like you said, there's a there's a, a business model that, that uh, gives you these returns. You know, some people are listening, and, you know, you're, you're looking around places to put your money and make a little bit, and opportunities are there. Uh, I think the average person, Joe, actually opportunities hit them right in the face, and they just don't, they don't identify it. You know, they just, oh, whatever that is, I don't believe it, or I, right. that's too good to be true, or I, you know, I'm looking around, there ain't nothing making 10, well, there are things that make 10%, there are things that make 15%, it's it's just that these things aren't advertised for the whole world, it's, sometimes it's a small opportunity, sometimes it's, you know, it's uh, something else, this is, you know, Joe, that we know that this opportunity is a real business situation, they've, they've taken a situation and they've learned how to monetize it, I was in uh, process serving, so I dealt with these court cases when kids couldn't pay their school loans. So I know exactly how, how this money is being made. It's it's legit. Uh, there there's no such thing as a, a zero risk uh, investment, but that's why it's an investment. There you know, but the, the risk in this thing, Joe, is, is very small. I mean, I think there's going to be school loans for a long time, and as as long as this thing is monetized and these they can keep helping these kids out by, uh, that can make these payments, and they've got the great structure of, of knowing which 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 uh, applicants to trust. You know, how, how do you trust which guys are going to do these loans? It's it's a great system, Joe. These guys were very smart to put this together. And now yep. all you and have to we, do we don't is need government. They don't need the government, right? We don't need freebies, right? They're, they're saying now, uh, speaking of government, uh, the, the Supreme Court, uh, we're waiting on a decision about the student loan forgiveness, uh, which... I, I don't even see how that could even be close to, to legal, but uh, what, I, what I'm hearing is, Jason, this may be a 5-4 decision. Uh, they're, they're saying that uh, oh, Coney wow. Barrett may be uh, the, the decision maker on this, uh, that, that, that that could pass. That will be a, I hate to say it, listen, I get it. School loans are ridiculous. The cost of college is ridiculous. Believe me, I get it. Forgiveness of this magnitude 
is not the solution. Uh, that This solves nothing. All it means is, hey, guess what? The next person, I should get forgiveness. What about all the people that paid? Do I get my money back? Right? I mean, it, 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 you open up Pandora's box. And again, uh, this is the problem. When we're dealing with this massive amount of debt that we're dealing with, right, sooner or later, the easy option is just don't pay it. And that's really uh, what we're facing here. The higher these interest rates go, the more people aren't going to pay, Jason. It's really, it's not even complicated. It's pretty simple. What do you think the uh, school loan forgiveness at this level is going to do to the inflation? <laughs> think about that, Joe. All that extra money in these kids' pockets. <laughs> going to yeah. chase after the same goods. Same, yeah, that, same that goods. Uh, spe- speaking of inflation, we did get ADP jobs. This is private sector jobs. Uh, the print came in 242 that was more than expected. Uh, they were looking for about 200,000. So this, again, this is not a number that the Federal Reserve uh, is going to like to see. Remember, Jay Powell wants a, us to lose several million jobs. Uh, the biggest negatives, construction down 16,000. That kind of makes sense. It's cold. Uh, professional and business services. That one's kind of a shocker. That has a lot to do with banking and Wall Street down 36,000. Of course, uh, the ones creating all the jobs, uh, we know where that is. Leisure and hospitality continues to dominate the jobs market. Uh, 83,000 jobs in the leisure hospitality by far, uh, the biggest winner. If there was, array of good news in here and again good news for who was wages wages according to adp cooled off uh they said that uh wage growth after being robust gains seems to be leveling off pay growth for job stayers in other words hey i'm not going to jump ship up 7.2% in February. Believe it or not, that's the slowest pace in 12 months. And again, of course, 7.2% above what the, uh, the Fed says inflation is. And then those, Jason, that said, hey, I'm out of here. I can get a better job. 14.3%. Again, that's better than what it was. It was 15%. So uh, I guess... A little bit of good news. Uh, not so good news, though, if you need those wage gains to have you pay your bills. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. One of the reasons I think the jobless claims are so low is that uh, people aren't getting a lot of free money. Uh, they're actually having to get off their butts and, and figure out how to make ends meet. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of part-time jobs, right, Joe? I just heard, uh, talked to a guy yesterday again at, where, where he's working, and uh, he went from – working six days a week or even seven days a week and just, just plenty of hours to where he got cut back to 40 hours a week. Remember this, I don't know, last year sometime. I talked to him again yesterday, and, well, he's holding on to his 40 hours, but everybody else was cut to 32. No layoffs, but he's like, yeah, this doesn't look too good. He's like, I'm I'm good because I know what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm, I, I, can, I, can, I do all the tasks. I know I know how to do all the jobs, but everybody else, they're not, you know, they're not very happy about that 32, Joe, and, uh, 
It's it's what's it's the direction it's headed. It's just nobody's quite lost the jobs on the the the, the grand scale that we're looking for. But which is going to yeah, happen? I had a, a buddy of mine. He's uh, pretty pretty high up in a a golfing line. I won't name the company. Uh, they just had layoffs uh, in their retail stores. Uh, just essentially. Uh, the way it was explained to me, uh, if you weren't an A plus guy, you were gone. Uh, and, and I didn't even see it make the news anywhere yet, but, uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know, this is, uh, Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, if you listen to her, she was on our website a few days ago at allamericangold.com talking about a, a, a bubble in the entire economy. This is, this is really what we have. Why is it? that these rate hikes aren't working? And the answer is simple. So the money supply was $4 trillion. It went to $20 trillion. Right? We've got a long way to go. This is what they needed to keep the bubble inflated. And now they're trying to convince us that somehow they can just put a little tiny hole, just a little one, and just let just a little air out of that bubble, and then right when right when the right amount of air comes out, Jason, they're going to put a patch on it. Patch that up. It's going to be great. It'll be perfect. If you actually believe that, then you deserve. You know what? You deserve to lose it, right? If you actually believe that, it's never happened. It's never been done. You're bringing uh, this central bank digital currency. Jason, this is plain as day. I think Jay Powell is the right man for the job. You need a patsy. He is the patsy. Uh, reaffirmed it again today with, oh, well, we don't know. We don't know what we're going to do uh, with the rate hikes. I mean, obviously, clearly, you've been wrong continually here. You need to do at least 50 basis points. Jason, they don't want to want to do it. They need to extend and pretend because when it does come undone, the digital currency is going to be the new currency. The dollar is going away, and people need to accept that. This is a whole different level of control by the bankers. And yesterday we talked about, listen, we got Jay Powell, we got Janet Yellen, and now we got Lael Branyard. They take the top three financial posts in this Biden administration. J- Jason, these are all major central bankers. Yeah, I mean, th- when, when these things happen, they're going they're going to happen quickly at some point. It, it, we're grinding slowly towards this this so called soft landing they're looking for, Joe. But it just takes one emergency, and it seems like every year they're popping up with a new emergency. Uh, March sixteenth, twenty twenty, Joe. The Dow was down 2,997 points. Just like that, right? It went from 23,000 to 20,000. Uh, four days before, uh, March 12th, 2020, the market was down 2,352 points. You know, it, when the emergency happens, which is the excuse as, as to why the markets are going down, this these these 2020, the, the top five point, you know, biggest point down for the, uh, the the Dow, not percentage wise, but by the biggest amounts of points, just the point they all drops, happened in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah right. they all COVID. happened in twenty twenty. They were huge, COVID. and it's it, oh, it's COVID's fault. It's COVID's fault. Right. Well, twenty nineteen right. tells us it wasn't COVID's fault, Joe. It was the excuse. 
it, it was absolutely and the the amount of money they needed to print to cover it uh that that's that's what we're paying for now and and Austin Fitz uh she she i i you know obviously she's super super smart she's talking about now the commercial banks are starting to panic because they're figuring out wait a minute that's going to put us out of business there's no reason for it and i've said this from day 1 uh i, I think we'll be lucky if we have 500 banks after this, I, I, 100 is probably more than enough. You know, right now uh, we have 4,000 banks. And think about this. In, in the 80s, we had 16,000 banks. You know, if central banks, and this is Austin Fitz, if central banks are going to compete directly for retail accounts, which would make sense, if we're going to have a central bank digital currency, it makes sense that the central bank would be in charge of the accounts. It's going to shrink the fees and businesses for a lot of banks. Let's face it, if you don't really have a lot of money, you probably would just be banking at the Fed, right, Jason? You would have no need to be banking at a bank whatsoever. You are talking about cutting their income and putting them out of business. Well, if they can't pay their debts, that their off-balance sheet debts, probably better they're, they're out of business, right? Because the central bank, right, maybe they can cover it up. 800-951-0592. Yesterday, uh, we had those rolls of half dollars. Uh, we, we have some left. We sold about two thirds of them. So we got about a hundred or so rolls of half dollars. Uh, they're $200 a roll. Uh, just, just a great opportunity here. You know, think about silver here at $20 and how underpriced it is. Uh, you know, Silver was down what eighteen, seventeen dollars. Got to twenty four. Uh, you're way off the the, the top here. Uh, and believe me, it is going to run. Uh, the 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 pullback here more having to do with uh, interest rates and Jay Powell's disinflation lies and all that. But uh, I saw an article yesterday that by twenty fifty, because of solar and electric cars that they don't see how there can be enough silver supply to meet the demand. So uh, we, we may be a little earlier. I know 2050 is a ways away, but I, I just I think silver is is destined to do huge things here in the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, I've never been a hundred dollar silver guy, you know, be, oh, silver's gonna be a hundred, two hundred, five hundred. But I was reading this article yesterday. It, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, triple digit silver would not surprise me. But half dollars at two hundred dollars today, just an awesome opportunity. You know, silver was down a dollar yesterday. Take advantage of the pullback here. Eight hundred nine five one. 
0592. And then, you know, we were talking before the break, Catherine Austin Fitz saying, get ready for your bank to go away. We'll keep the majors. The majors are going to be there. The Big Ten deposit banks, they're going to be there. But these are her words. The central bank digital currency is going to turn you into a slave. And, of course, remember, they can tell you what to buy, where you can buy it from, and how much you can buy. All of that will now rest at their fingertips. Do you want that? Really? Do we, Is that what we want? We don't get to vote for the head of the Fed, and we're going to give them this power? Right? You know, it was funny. I laughed. We made fun of the Republicans. They, they said all the right things, and then when you read what they were upset about, hey, they just want to have a vote to where they can say the Fed could have the power. They don't want to actually have a vote to stop the digital currency. Listen, they're all on board. The D's are on board. The R's are on board. That digital currency is coming. <clears throat> and, and of course, you think they could lock you down during the pandemic? They did, didn't they? They sure did. Imagine now what they can do with a digital currency. The central bank digital currency is the ultimate lockdown tool. And they can lock anyone down whenever they feel like it. This is such a dangerous thing. And believe me, they're going to tell you this is what's going to fix it. This is going to be the solution. This is going to be, look at all the convenience, right? And that's what, boy, they love to take away freedoms with convenience, don't they, Jason? Well, you know, if we go to the extreme, which is they shut your digital money off, because uh, that is the extreme that can happen. But I think what's most likely going to be, and why, why some people will say, oh, these guys were talking on the radio in 2023 and before, and they're just wrong. I, I could still buy whatever I want. So as an example, let's just say, Joe, you know, in the system you're talking about, you're, you know, now they have an allotment, and you can buy 10 ounces of silver a month. That's your allotment. Now this, this, there's this current month, well, I want to buy 20 ounces. This goes back to what Joe and I have been saying many times, how much freedom can you afford? Uh, the guy you buy the silver from, he's still going to get whatever – you know, you pay for the ounces, but there'll be a fee that gets kicked back to uh, the powers that be. Well, if you want that extra, you want to buy 20 ounces this month, that, that, that last 10 ounces, there's a fee that you have to pay. You can go ahead and buy it, but here's, here's, here's our piece of it, right, Joe? And that's going to discourage it. But once again, if you want to get it, you know, that's just going to make the price go up even more because, like, well, to get the amount that I want, I'm going to have to pay the fee because nobody's taking cash anymore. Yeah, and, and again, that, that it is really a game changer. Austin Fitz, the Fed is scared to death of the global debt growth. It's been massive. This, you know, what Jason and I have really been talking about, it's so big. We know the headline numbers. Right? We don't even know what the national debt is right now. We're at the debt ceiling of $31.4 trillion. So, Safe to assume now we're north of 32, right? Because when the debt ceiling is finally solved, the Treasury needs to pay back all the money that it took out of the pensions. Then it needs to restock the checkbook 
right? Because right now the check, they're, they're, they're out of money until they, the new debt ceiling gets passed. So we're going to be north of $32 trillion on our way to 33. And, you know, the, I guess the big debate is going to be how close to 34 trillion do we get by the end of 2023? Uh, the Fed's balance sheet still at over 8.3 trillion dollars and and the big one there is uh do we get to eight trillion or maybe just under eight trillion before they stop and is it going to be 2023 or 2024 when they have to start adding to it again right the model is unsustainable they keep this model going by growing the debt more and more and more and we've talked about this a lot. They keep telling you how many tools they have in the toolbox. They really only have one tool. Debt. It's the only tool. They can't shrink the debt. Now, it sounds good. right? Oh, yeah, we're going to reduce the balance sheet. That, that sounds good. It does. Of course, we already know. Uh-oh, you're, you're creating a problem. You're creating a problem. You know what? You gotta go the other way. Because this is a Ponzi scheme. You have to have more debt coming in than you got debt coming out. That's just how it works. And, and that's the only way it works. And now with interest rates accelerating, Jason, it blows the math out of the water now. Right? All that debt. Remember they say, oh, go ahead, go big, load up. It's free. Right, because the interest rates were so low. Remember, the ten-year note was like half of a percent. It's not free anymore, and now we've got an even bigger problem. But that's why you put your gold and your silver away. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When we get back, Biden's now talking talking about raising taxes and giving government workers a big raise. We'll tell you all about it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour rolls a silver half dollars pre nineteen sixty five. So nineteen sixty four and older half dollars. Hey, listen, we don't we don't sort them out. We don't pull all the Walkers out or the Franklins out and try to charge you more. Uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get whatever's in the bag. We we just throw them in these rolls. You get twenty silver half dollars in every single roll two hundred dollars for the roll if you're brand new if you've never ordered you know you need to do something start with this just call the number uh the girls will answer and just tell the girls i want the special we're we're gonna have one really hard question how many would you like that that's going to be our big hard question uh, you can pick up in our offices in Colorado or here in, in Arizona, uh, or we ship, we ship FedEx. You can pay, uh, if you're picking up, you can pay with cash, credit card, check. Obviously, if you're not picking up, check, credit card, bank wire, however you'd like to pay for it. Uh, you get a trade number every time you order. And it's just that simple. If you want to pick up, we'll call and, and make that appointment. If you're going to put it on a credit card, 
great. Uh, we'll run that card. Once the funds have cleared, we'll call you with your tracking number. Again, we ship FedEx uh, predominantly. If you hate your FedEx driver, tell us that, and we'll ship it uh, post office or UPS. But uh, by and large, we ship uh, FedEx to everywhere we go, and we don't share your information with anyone, and we don't make unsolicited phone calls ever. So keep that in mind when you're dealing with us. And of course, obviously, it, it's what pays for this show. It, it, it pays, this is what pays for you guys to get the information you need to make sure you're going to be able to, to live financially with what's coming here. 800-951-0592. And Jason, it's never good when a comparison is made between Joe Biden and Jimmy Carter. And it just happened again this morning. The Biden administration, President Biden, is proposing raising taxes on high-earning Americans to keep Medicare afloat. Now, remember, I've told you, when they tell you about Social Security, oh, Social Security signed to 2032. Sounds great. I, well, not that that's great, all right? I mean, obviously, that's not that far away. What they don't tell you is, oh, by the way, Medicare's going broke in 2026, right? They don't tell you that part. Uh, and unless they do something to increase the funding, what they're going to do is shift Social Security funds to Medicare. And then, of course, what does that mean? Well, Social Security goes broke a lot sooner as well. The Biden administration is going to float a 5.2% pay raise for federal employees, by the way, the largest salary boost since, you guessed it, Jimmy Carter, right? Would The raise would apply to 2.1 million workers and would go into effect in January, of course, as part of the administration, but so they would get back pay if they can get it through. Uh, but as far as Medicare goes, the Biden administration wants to raise taxes on all Americans earning over $400,000 a year uh, as part of the uh, ability to try to save off Medicare going uh, bankrupt. The budget I'm releasing this week will make the Medicare trust fund solvent. He says till 2050. Uh, th- that's not quite accurate. Uh, they're, they're, they're assuming some huge, huge savings on prescription drugs that you, we know this never ever seem to happen. Uh, but Jason, again, taxes are starting to go. This is, get ready to see, hear this. You know, it sounds great. Anyway, if you make more, less than 400,000, you're like, oh, well, I don't care. Well, you may want to well, care because I'm going to tell you that's not enough. You know, there is a lot of uh, <laughs> it's a lot of comparisons between Jimmy Carter and, and Biden. Makes me wonder if Iran's going to take some hostages later this year and hold them until the next inauguration date. Because <laughs> I mean that that would that would cement it, wouldn't it, Joe? You know, you know, I remember that. You remember that way? I was a kid. I still remember the the hostages in Iran, and I remember magically they were released right right before Ronald Reagan was inaugurated, and I'm like. Man, with, with Joe Biden and the inflation and all the stuff that goes on that's so similar to Jimmy Carter, that's, 
that's the only thing that would just cement that as a, a bookends of, of two bad presidencies. Yeah, and again, uh, both of those presidencies uh, marred by inflation, and, and the big difference is debt, the amount of it. You know, Jimmy Carter, we, Jimmy Carter wasn't even president anymore when the debt hit a trillion dollars. That it, it did that under Reagan. Yep. Wasn't even a trillion. And now we're saying, hey, we don't, I don't know where it's going to end up this year, 33, 34, somewhere between 33 and 34 trillion. By 2025, the debt will be over 40 trillion dollars. This is why we have an inflation problem. And, and what is the Biden administration doing? Hey, guess what? We got to, I get it. People got to, hey, we got to give them more money. We got to pay more money. We got to give more handouts. We, we got to increase uh, the giveaways. And remember, oh yeah, we're going to go spend 1.7 trillion and call it the Reflation and Inflation Reduction Act, right? Nonsense. Now what are they saying? Uh oh, wait a minute. We gotta start raising taxes. And this is just the Medicare part. Social Security's coming up right around the corner. I wish people making four hundred thousand or more fix that problem. It doesn't. Paper Radio News Hour will be back with the final segment. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh got two lines open and uh, we, we don't have that many rolls of half dollars. So if you want to get in, get in here. Uh, rolls of silver, half dollars pre-1965, 1964 and older, silver, half dollars. There's 20 silver, half dollars in every roll. Uh, they're at $200 a roll. Just call the girls up. Tell them I'd like the special. Tell them how many you want, and we'll go from there, 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, haven't had a lot of sound bites from Jay Powell today. Uh, the biggest one is the fact that he is not committed to going back to a fifty basis point rate hike. Uh, hasn't didn't say that that it hasn't been ruled out. But Jason, if they were going to deliver a message to the markets, I think today would have been a great day to do it. Which leads me to believe they're probably not going to do it. But we'll have to. I guess we'll have to wait till next week to see. Uh, outside of that, uh, news out of Ukraine. Uh, not probably the narrative the U.S. media wants to hear. Uh, that big town that they've been battling out, uh, and, and Russia has slowly been encircling the Ukrainian forces. Uh, looks like that, that city has fallen. Uh, well, at least half the city now is, is in Russian control. Uh, and it appears anyway, I don't know, uh, that they may have the remaining Ukrainian troops surrounded. So this was, this was part of that territory that Ukraine had gotten back. Uh, looks like it's going back the other way. Uh, I guess the long and short of that, Jason, more government spending, right? More money for Ukraine on the way. Uh, more levels of debt on the way. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. We'll see what happens. I, I don't trust all the news coming out of Ukraine. I, I, I've seen some other sources saying that things are 
or it's not even very a very close war. It's just a slow grinding, uh, losing situation for Ukraine. Whereas the news kind of tells you, look, look how great they're doing. Support them more; right. they're going to win. Right. And from what everything I'm looking at, from more trusted sources, they're going to lose, Joe. Well, again, I, I don't. Is there? There's no winners in war. There's no losers. Everyone's a loser. Uh, this is. The sad part was this didn't need to be, but this is, again, for whatever reason, the people that are in charge, this is what they want, plain and simple. Uh, and, and it's way above our pay grade. Uh, I, I think this is really all about uh, currency and control. Uh, this is going to be, uh, you know, the who's going to sit at the top of the food chain on these digital currencies. Uh, by the way, I didn't even get to it today. China announcing their February gold purchases. So the World Gold Council yesterday uh, embarrassed themselves because uh, they missed 45 metric tons in January. China ratcheting up. The, in January, China bought 15 tons of gold. February, 25 more metric tons of gold for the Chinese. Jason, this central bank gold buying just continues to be unrelenting here. I mean, we had a, a record year last year, and this year, Jason, we're we're right, we're we're actually above last year's pace. Yeah, that's going to happen. I, I don't see how that stops. I, I can almost see that going in, bleeding into twenty twenty four, and breaking records. Then, Joe, it's, that's how much I think is going to be bought. I, I don't know how fast the digital money system will be put into place, Joe, but it, it's going to happen soon. And I think this kind of gold buying will happen until it's in place. You got to have something that's actually real. Go figure. Rolls a half dollars at two hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.